0: latest world news and health research. This is Ted also will be joining us in just a few moments. But I just wanted to say good morning to you guys and I hope everybody's had a blessed day and that I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again today. And I'm really, really happy to be here with you. By the way, you know, I'm going to talk about something real quick and this is an article from, you know, uh, the Harbinger Daily and it says hatred on full display. Seattle protesters are openly desecrating the Bible. And and it goes on to say if the world hates you Know that it has hated me before I hated you. Jesus' words to disciples before his arrest, trial, death, and resurrection remind us that we shouldn't expect, no matter how kind, loving, or nice we might be for people to love us and even try to understand us, the world hates the light of Christ, John three nineteen, and so they will hate his people and his word as well. And, you know, I find this very odd because, you know, that left, and it shows these pictures of these people out there desecrating and tearing up and doing all kinds of horrible things to Bibles, and these people are all a bunch of weirdos. I mean, they're just weirdos. They've got all kinds of weird hair color, and it, I'm not going to go into the description. They, 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 they look like a bunch of transgenders running around, and, and it's sad to me that these people really think that they can continue to act like this all of the time and not have any repercussions from it. It really is. I mean, they're the same ones that are going to destroy the United States of America, impoverish themselves, have themselves sent to gulags or concentration camps, probably starve to death, and wonder what happened. And they're the very persons, the very people that have done it to themselves and to the United States of America because of cultural Marxism and what they have been taught and not taught by their parents who didn't raise them properly in most cases. Now, there are exceptions. Sometimes you do everything you want to raise a kid right, but they don't get it hopefully when they're older, as the Bible says, when they're old, they'll not depart from what they learned when they were children, and they'll come back to the truth. Now, last night I was on with Jeff Rance, and the show ended up being a really good show. And I really got to talk a lot about the Bible. I got to talk about Jesus. And Jeff sent me a copy of the show, so what I'm going to do with that particular show, I'm going to edit out the commercials and the things in it, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce that same show next week, and we're going to put it into the Health Masters archives so you guys can listen to it. I think it's that important. In fact, I told Jeff that I wanted that show to go viral, and I wanted his listeners to send it out as much as they possibly could, and I want to do the same thing with it at my end because, guys, listen to me. Our time is short here at this point. I mean, I'm, you know, now I'm speaking in relativity here, as far as the great scheme of things and what these people are doing to us from a world clock and how they're trying to destroy the United States of America. But once we start to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it, we can stand against it and we can realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. An irony story came across to me today, and it basically says Tel- Tesla has now asked Texans to avoid charging their EVs during peak times because of the heat wave. In other words, the Texas power grid can't handle the few EV cars that are on the power grid during peak hours. In other words, you can't charge your car without shorting down the whole system and have the whole thing come crashing down around Texas. That's sad. I mean, it really is. But they've been pushing and pushing and pushing a technology that we're simply not ready for, that we're not available for, we don't have the infrastructure set up for. But we all know this. But the world doesn't know this. They think it's all okay. Okay. Over in Europe now, they're having a really hard time charging their cars and hard having a hard time going places. But isn't that the goal? You know, it's, it's interesting. Years ago, when Austin was young, he had a uh, motorcycle, a dirt bike, and he wanted to go riding on some of the dirt bike tracks around the country. Well, we were on a big, big radio tour, TV tour around the country, so I had a rack built for the back of the RV, had multiple inserts put into it. So I had it welded into the back of the frame of the RV, and we could basically take that RV put a motorcycle rack on the back, drive the bike up on the rack, strap it down, and we could drive around the country in the RV with a motorcycle on the back, and Austin got to ride some really cool tracks out in Arizona and Glen Helen in California, and it was fun. It really was. Now, it was a nuisance because that thing was already long. The RV wasn't. This thing's hanging off the back like three, four feet deep, but it was okay. It can't lever it out, so here's my suggestion to you people that have Teslas who have Decided to get dragged into this ditch for the rest of the people that have bought these EV vehicles that don't have a backup, you know, motor in the car that'll let it run. See, I, I kind of like the, I don't like the, uh, the, the little, the little cars that came out by Toyota a few. Years. Years ago, the pre- Priuses or whatever they were, they're little sissy cars, what they are. But, but, you know, for little girls or whatever, they're all right because I kind of thought they were pretty cool because they got really good fuel miles and they had a backup motor. So, in the event the battery went dead, the motor would kick it and drive around with very little power, but you can still get around. Can't do that with a Tesla. So, here's my suggestion to you have a triple hitch receiver put onto the back of your car and get a rack built and put a generator on the rack <laughs> and then put about 40 gallons of gasoline on the rack. And you can drive around all you want with your car plugged into your own gasoline generator running on the back of the car so you can look like some kind of weirdo. Just thought I'd mention that, Austin. What do you think? What do you think that's a good idea? At least you not get
1: stuck. That's, that's actually quite brilliant. I mean, if you just drive around with your own generator strapped to the back of your vehicle, I mean, you'll actually never have to worry about running out of power because you'll just have to fill up your fuel in your generator and drive around. And, What's funny to me, and from an ironic standpoint, while you were talking about that, I looked it up online. So I was curious. I was like, what percentage of cars are electric in the country? And it says there's about 250 million vehicles in the United States, and there's about 2.5 million electric cars on the road right now. 2.5 million out of 250 million total vehicles. Guys. The numbers aren't even remotely (laughs) close to being functional on a large scale at all. Yet you're already having massive states like Texas and California tell you, dude, you can't, you can't, you can't charge your EV car. Now that's exactly right. Hybrid technology is incredible. The stuff that's advanced over the last 15 to 20 years with hybrid technology, it's brilliant. Toyota's been a huge, huge company in that. They even came out with a new Toyota Sequoia, their SUV that's going to be a hybrid truck now. And it comes, I think, with a twin-turbo V6 with a hybrid backup system that goes with it. And they're saying the thing's going to have combined power around 500 horsepower, and it's going to average like 30 miles a gallon. Well, that's pretty cool. I like technology like that. That's cool to advance stuff. But this whole charade, how everybody just needs to buy an EV car and everybody just needs to be happy with having a vehicle that, you know, F-150 Lightning you can pull a trailer with and get – 88 miles before you got to go do an emergency stop to charge up somewhere. You're, you're a whopping 88 miles on your family trip. You know, maybe, maybe you'll get out of the state of Florida within the uh, day. I mean, it's a joke. But again, it's exactly what they want everybody to have. This is why they're pushing it because they want people to not have the ability to travel freely unmolested on their way. Now good thing is we've seen fuel because of the value of the dollar continually going up dramatically, the oddest thing we've seen in a while. Um, fuel has been dropping, oil's been dropping, gas has been dropping, which is a good thing for a lot of consumers. But if you've noticed, diesel hasn't been dropping at all. Stagnant. Has not moved at all. Yet the price of oil's dropped, you know, what, twenty, thirty dollars a barrel now in the past couple months from its peak high. Yet diesel hasn't moved. Well, why is that? well it's because the speculators and the individuals that are in the market know that everything runs on diesel. UPS trucks, semi trucks, transport trucks, everything that pretty much operates to move any type of significant product runs off diesel. And they continually push the market up on that so they can make their money and they'll continue to do so. This is why you'll start seeing this giant spread while diesel right now is you know 5.30, 5.40 a gallon down here in Florida. Steve told me yesterday he filled up in Tampa for regular for three ninety five a gallon. Three ninety five a gallon. You're talking a dollar fifty spread, but yet diesel fuel actually takes less to make compared to gasoline as far as the refineries. Yet somehow this much more. Well, uh, it's designed to do exactly what they want. They want to make sure everything continues to go up. And while we're seeing them push the fuel up and push the markets up on that. We're seeing this push further and further to demand that people don't have the ability to defend themselves. A study from the Crime Prevention Research Center lists more than 60 incidents in which a concealed carry permit holder stopped a mass shooting. This is interesting information. I was reading about it. it 60 incidents listed in which concealed carry permit holders stopped mass shooters occurred in the states of Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Florida. The list goes on. It's like almost every single state. And it, taught, and it goes into detail about all these different situations that somebody that was carrying a firearm was able to stop a bad guy. But yet at the same time now, I saw this article yesterday, while California and New York are literally trying to figure out who can be the dumbest state when it comes to violating the Second Amendment, right? I mean, it, it's a toss-up. you got California, then New York tries to top them. And it's like, it's like these guys are in competition. New York's like, well – You can't be dumber than us, California. We'll show you how stupid we are and how much we violate the Second Amendment. We're going to make sure we look at everybody's social media scores for the next three years to figure out if we're going to allow them to carry a firearm. California goes, hold this beer. I'm being sarcastic with that. New York, we're going to up you with our dumbness. Now, we have made it a law. Governor Nuisance, the, the moron, the communist Chinese puppet out in California, they have now stated that firearm dealers will be required to block all firearm sales if and I quote if they have reasonable cause to believe that somebody is a substantial risk of using a gun illegally I can't even I can't even make this up that is the comment that is the phrase a reasonable cause to believe someone is a substantial risk of using a gun illegally so mm-hmm. now they are stating that if a dealer sells a firearm to an individual, and if that individual does something stupid with that firearm, the dealer now is going to be held responsible because they should have known that that individual basically had reasonable cause to believe they were going to do something that was substantially risky with their firearm. So now we're telling gun dealers in California that you now have to use predictive programming to pick and choose somebody that you may think is going to do something dumb, and if you sell them a gun, you're going to be held liable if you didn't know what they were going to do in the future with that gun. You can't make this stuff up, guys. You literally can't make this up. This is minority report in full fashion in 2022. And what's interesting about this, it's so subjective. I was reading this bill, so subjective. It literally is so open-ended, it's done intentionally that way. So they could come in and say, oh, well, you know what we've um we've reviewed we've reviewed your uh your your permit we've reviewed your request to be able to exercise your second amendment and we've decided that we think at some point in time you might do something stupid possibly so you can't have a firearm you just can't have one we've we've deemed it so you can't own one because we think you might do something in the future and the answer is what what are you talking about no this, this is what they're doing in california This is why the Second Amendment was put into place very, very clearly. (laughs) Very, very clearly. The security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, I can't come up with a much more better infringement than this than stating or denying your ability to purchase a firearm because we think you're going to be a risk to yourself or others at some point in time in the future. So you can't own a firearm now because we think you're going to do something. Guys. This is literally how tyranny spreads like a cancer. And again, California, New York, what are you guys doing? I don't know. You guys are trying to, you know, one-up each other on the level of stupidity, invasion of your Second Amendment rights. But again, this is what happens when people continue to comply. Remember what? It was 25, uh, I think it was 30, 25, 30 years ago when you had the Hollywood bank shootings. Which I personally think were staged CIA operations. And you had the two individuals that robbed the bank over in Hollywood. And they had basically illegal, seared down AK 47s that were automatic machine guns. And they robbed the bank. And they got in this massive gunfight. You guys have seen the videos. They're running around, shooting the cops, mag, 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 mag. I mean, loaded, loaded the bear. And it was almost like they robbed the bank to get in a gunfight. Because there was no legitimate purpose for them to be loaded up with this much ammunition and this many machine guns. But again, the theater, the helicopters, the cops, the video footage, it was there to come in and say, okay, guys, listen, there's no reason anybody in California needs a semi-automatic rifle. We have to do all these restrictions. We have to do a bullet button. We have to do a fixed stock, and you can't have a flash hider. And that was it. That was the first phase where they really came in and started hammering any type of significant weaponry that the civilian population could have. This is what they always do. It's always the next thing they use as an excuse. And now we're seeing this push, this continual push to just pervert the younger generation. And every time I see something, I'm like, all right, well, they're not going to go any further than this after what I've seen in Seattle in Portland and L.A. with this whole insanely perverted Pride Month with these cross-dressing, tranny perverts running around completely naked in in front of young children with zero recourse, have not heard of one single individual in any of those cities or any of those events being arrested for, you know, indecent exposure to a minor, at the very least, none, zero. Yet we have people that simply were at January 6th Capitol grounds that have been charged with a whole plethora of different charges, including trespassing on capital grounds, still being held without pretrial release. Why? Because they want to make an example. They want to show everybody that there's rules for thee, but not for me. They want to show everybody that the Bolsheviks in this country now can do whatever they want. Now you see the CDC is promoting youth online chat spaces. Yes, this is the CDC, the same group that told you you had to wear a mask on a plane or else. You wear a mask, peasant, on a plane. You keep it on, and we'll decide when we allow you to stop wearing a, mu- a muzzle, the, the CDC. They are now basically promoting an online chat space called Q Chat Space. The platform is advertised on the CDC's LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ, however long the list keeps going on with all the alphabet letters, health youth resource pages. The chat service, which describes itself as a community for LGBTQ++++ teens, is designed to discuss sex, relationships, the occult, sex change operations, hormone replacement therapy for people going through sex change operations, activism, and a host of other perverted ideology. And it's available for those aged 13 to 19 and can be hidden from parents on apps and focuses on significantly significantly mature themes that nobody needs to be discussing at 13 years of age now I'm going to rewind what I just said a second ago it's available for those 13 to 19 13 to 19 last time I checked anyone under the age of 18 is considered a minor anyone under the age of 16 basically that is engaged in some type of sexual engagement with an adult that adult gets charged criminally with felony charges 13 to 19. Now, does anybody else find it remotely suspicious they chose this age bracket? Not 18 plus, not 13 to 16, not 13 to 17, 13 to 19. Now, if I didn't know any better... I would think that the CDC is hosting a chat form to allow individuals to bring in pedophilia behavior and start sexually grooming young children with adults on this chat room. That's just me. I'm Maybe I'm just going far end out there and I'm speculating. But does anybody else find it remotely suspicious, 13 to 19, funded by the CDC, promoted by the CDC, the same group that told you you have to wear a mask on a plane while you're sitting elbow to elbow with somebody? Now, you can take the mask off while you eat and drink beside that person. But you have to put the mask back on after you get done eating and drinking because, well, it's science, guys. It's science. If you don't believe science – you're a grandma-killing racist neo-Nazi skinhead. You have to understand that if you don't believe the science that I'm telling you. This CDC is now opening and hosting and promoting chats for age 13 to 19 open platforms to talk about in detail tranny, ideology, perversion, hormone therapy, sex changes. Right now, they're talking about it. So you have to ask yourself a question. This is the million-dollar question. Why would you Ever listen to the CDC on anything they discuss when it comes to reality when these individuals are literally promoting transgender perversion. I've seen now some of these congressional hearings where they have, you know, leading individuals and professors in the community. And a lot of these congressional leaders and senators ask them, well, can you define a woman? What's a woman? Oh, well, There's a lot of people that that identify as cis, non-binary, transgender. One of the the senators goes, I didn't ask you that. I said, what is a woman? What's the definition of a woman? Well, the very fact you're asking me that, Senator, shows me that you're trying to promote violence on transgender individuals. What? Because we're having a discussion on XY chromosome, and a grown man cannot have a child. Now, a female that wants to pretend she's a dude... I guess she can have a child in that circumstance, but it doesn't make her a dude. It just makes her somebody that's got gender dysphoria and a mental disorder. So, guys, this, again, is what I told you guys a couple weeks ago. This isn't a debate about gender. This isn't a debate about science. This isn't a debate about XY chromosome. This is a debate about whether or not they can convince the vast majority of the population to completely discount and lose the laws of nature, and at the very same time, completely remove, remove biblical laws from the topic of discussion. Because once you remove natural laws, obviously biblical laws are falling right after that. Nobody, nobody can have a reasonable discussion about morals, ethics, biblical values, if we're literally sitting here having a discussion about why you think a grown man can have a baby. You can't have reasonable discussion. It's like talking to a wall and and thinking it's going to have a really, really direct, esoteric conversation back with you. It's not going to happen. This is what they're trying to do, guys. And they're going right after the kids as hard as an aggressive as they possibly can because they know this is and this will be the last generation the United States has if we do not continue to raise little Americans and promote freedom, truth, and biblical principles in our young youth. It's absolutely required of us as patriots because if we don't do it, I promise you, the CDC, the communists, the Marxists, the Bolsheviks, oh, they're going to promote their own different types of ideology, and they're going to make sure these children believe it wholeheartedly. If there's no opposition and no voice to say, no, that's wrong, we disagree, do not go along with that. That's a complete and total lie. It's up to us. If it is to be, it's up to me, as the saying says. What do you think, Ted? Well, last
0: night when I was on with Jeff Ferencz, I, I told everybody in the audience, and I'll tell you guys again today, and I've said it before in our show, is I'm not going woke. I'm not going to do this. It's stupid. You know, you can't, you can't sit there and convince yourself that a man can be a woman and have a baby. I mean, it's stupid. It could be a woman pretending to be a man having a baby. Go ahead and call that out. She's a girl. She's pretending she's a guy. She's having a baby, but she's still a girl pretending to be a guy. All right, I'm okay with that. She's mentally ill. She's got an issue, right? But, you know, she probably should have children anyhow, because quite frankly, she's probably going to carry some kind of twisted chromosome, some kind of psychiatric disease through her DNA. So I mean, so whatever. But the point is, is that, you know, them saying this and refusing to say that a woman has a double X chromosome and and a guy has an XY chromosome is just stupidity at the highest levels. And the crazy part about this is, is that they've got biology professors and stuff now at woke universities promoting this agenda. And this is the communist indoctrination from the. Frankfurt school that's what this is and it, people don't understand that this this agenda is insidious and it's totally satanic and that's why we've talked about it so many times on our show in fact there's an article right now from you know from uh, Tyler Durden and it says Putin is using the Western wokeness as a weapon and it's got this uh, Kabbalist girl screaming at the top of her lungs just I mean unbelievably Ugly, to be honest with you, she is. And she's screaming at the top of their lungs about wokeness. And, and here's what it says. Left-wing wokeism is one of America's greatest weaknesses, which both Vladimir Putin are, are, and xi jinping are using as a weapon against the West, according to the Monday's Wall Street Journal op-ed Hudson Institute fellow Walter Russell Mead. After suggesting that Ukraine is giving Russia more than they bargained for in the battlefield thanks to Western high-tech arms, among other things, Mead notes that Putin has had the most success in the domains of economics and politics, giving the West a run for its money. Fears that Russia gas embargo could cripple the European economies and leave comfortable German freezing in the dark next winter have placed hopes that Western sanctions would bring Moscow to its knees and has had the exact opposite effect. Germany is now beginning to weasel out of its pledges to increase defense spending. And we're starting to understand here that, you know, we aren't doing anything to Russia because we're sanctioning them. Their fuel prices, their gas prices have gone through the roof, and they're making more money than they were before these Western sanctions started. But what we're doing is we're crippling our economy. And now we're finally starting to see that these speculators push these gasoline barrel prices through the roof. And now because of the contracting economic things that we're having in the United States, oil prices are dropping but not diesel prices because they know that the world runs on diesel and they want to gouge as many people as they still can with their Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan greed, which is what this is. And this is exactly what we see now with these people at the CDC promoting this agenda that Austin just talked about as far as being woke and transgender ideology. They have no right doing that. They have no right to try to groom us. The problem is that these people who are doing this are pretty much all hardcore communist socialists. All of them from a very, many of them from, most of them from a very specific ethnic background, which I'm not going to go into right now. And they basically are sitting there as the synagogue of Satan dictating laws and regulations to us. And we saw that through Fauci and the, you know, the CDC with what he did with that. I mean, these people are just communists, hardcore. The same ones who took over Russia because of the Russian Revolution. If you start looking at Lenin and all the rest of them and what their ethnic backgrounds are. Because they believe that a child doesn't have a life until it takes its first breath and you can kill a child up to nine months and you do partial birth abortion because the child hasn't started breathing yet and you can suck the brains out of it while it's halfway out of the birth canal. That's how sick these people are, guys. Don't don't pretend like they're not like this. You know? They're not they're not Christians. They're not. They don't believe the, the sanctity of life. They don't have any of these values. These people are sick, perverted weirdos, which have gotten themselves appointed in many positions in the higher levels of government in which they cannot be fired. And so we're stuck with them. You know, Even Donald Trump didn't get rid of Fauci. He kind of just tolerated him. Of course, Donald Trump signed that executive order, turning everything over to the CDC and letting them do whatever they want to do and run rampant. Then he carpet-bombed the economy by shutting down the United States. Never forget that either. I mean, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I voted for him in 2016. I told you guys that, and I'm going to continue to say this. I did not vote for him in 2020, but I didn't vote for Joe Biden either. I voted for the libertarian candidate, but it wasn't my not voting for Donald Trump that got Donald Trump defeated because Donald Trump was not defeated. It was election fraud that did that. we got to understand that, but I have ceased to vote for the lesser of two evils. I will never do it again. I refuse to because I'm going to stand my ground on who Jesus Christ is and what I believe. I really am. By the way, uh, the, the Supreme Court in New York has ruled – this is important because it never showed up in the mainstream news. The New York Supreme Court judge this month quietly ruled that regulations mandating that people infected with or exposed to highly contagious communicable diseases be quarantined are a violation of the state law, declaring them null and void. What? Yep, the Isolation Quarantine Procedures, though, is Rule 2.13. Remember I said all these people are enacting rules? were enacted in February under the rule, whenever appropriate to control the spread of a highly contagious communicable disease, the State Commissioner of Health may issue and or may direct the local health authority to issue isolation and or quarantine orders consistent with due process of law to all such persons as the State Commissioner of Health shall determine appropriate. To all such persons, they can be quarantined isolated wow think about that that's not okay this goes on to say that involuntary detention is severe deprivation of individual liberty far and more egregious than other safety health issues such as requiring a mask wearing of certain venues involuntary quarantine may have far reaching consequences such as a loss of income for employment and isolation from family This is from Judge Plutz. And so, guys, that's a good deal for New York. Now, this, of course, will be put back into the court system and continue to have the never-ending appeals. But right now, it's a pretty good stand for the people in New York. But we'll see if they continue to abide by that or if this judge of New York will just issue more executive orders. that will have to be pushed back through the court system again. Now, there's an interesting article here. It was written by... Brandon Smith. I like Brandon's writing. He puts out some good stuff. And it says, what is the council for inclusive capitalism? It is the new world order. He's on to say the idea that there's an agenda for global government among the financial and political elites of the world has long been called a conspiracy theory. Within the mainstream and establishment media. And sadly, even when you can convince people to look and accept the evidence that banking institutions and certain politicians work together for their own purposes, many folks still will not entertain the notion that the ultimate goal of these power mongers is a one world empire. They just can't wrap their heads around such a thing. People say that the establishment is driven by greed alone, and their associations are fragile and based only on individual self-interest. They will say that the crisis events and shifts in social and political trends are random and not the product of deliberate engineering. That will say that elites that they will say that elitists will never be able to work together because they're too narcissistic. That's what they've always said. They're always trying to blame the fact that these groups of people will not get along because they're too greedy. It's not true because the central banks control the money of the world, and they dictate policy. goes on to say the free world formed multilateral financial institutions that depend on member states' willingness to give up a degree of sovereignty. The International Monetary Fund can virtually dictate fiscal policies, even including how much a tax a government should levy on citizens. The General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade regulates how much duty a nation can charge on imports. These organizations can be seen as the ministers of trade, finance, and development for the United World. These people have incredible power. and They can do whatever they want to do because they control the strings for money. And when you stop the if you, when you stop supply of capital like they did in Venezuela and they stopped giving Venezuela the credit lines they needed to maintain their infrastructure with their oil production, they ended up having to shut everything down. Now, Venezuela has turned into a third-world hellhole that people are pouring out by the millions just trying to get out of the country because they can't buy food. They've lost huge amounts of weight in many cases, and they basically can't get their industries back online because this group of people, this one-world government devotees, have cut the supply line of capital off. Now, I'm going to say something very quickly, and this is very important that we understand this. Back in the 40s, back in the 30s, the United States sanctioned Japan. They had an eight-point process in which they started implementing sanctions, including cutting the fuel off to Japan to try to force Japan into a war with the United States to try to force Japan to attack the United States in 1941. Franklin and Della Roosevelt did this on purpose. And we know, and it has been in historical records now, that when you sanction another country economically, it's literally an act of war. It's a declaration of war against that country, a war economically against that country. We saw the same thing happen in Germany. In 1933 on WABC with Samuel Untermeyer when he said that the international Jews were declaring war on Germany to boycott the goods coming out of Germany because Adolf Hitler had become power and that they were declaring war on Germany. It was on WABC in 1933 by Samuel Untermeyer broadcast out of New York. I mean this this is what happened. You guys could do your own history books and you take a look at it, which caused tremendous anti-Semitism in Germany when this happened. Because most of the Jewish trade lines and Jewish brokers and traders were basically running the goods in and out of Germany and throughout the world. They just said no more to German goods. And they were boycotting stores that had German goods on the shelves. This happened to Germany. And it was one of the primary reasons there was so much anti-Semitism, as I just mentioned, in Germany against the Jews. So you can't say these guys don't do this because they do this whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it. And and, and remember – you got the, you got the CIC is to enforce carbon controls and taxation in the name of climate change members of the CIC including the Bank of America openly suggest they don't actually need governments you listen to this to cooperate in order to meet their goals they say corporations can implement most social can implement most social engineering without political aid in other words it is every definition of a shadow government a massive corporate cabal that works in tandem to implement social changes without any oversight without any elections, without anybody voting on anything they do. And so after you start looking at this and start understanding what these guys are believing in, you start to realize that they are really going to push you know, a central bank digital currency. This is what they want. They want to have everything run through the central bank's digital currencies. Remember, former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan once openly admitted that the central bank answers to To no one and does not follow the orders from government they do what they want when they want to whoever they want to do it to and there's no recourse of the american population unless we get rid of the central reserve bank to stop this you know we we had this happen in 1932 andrew jackson 1832 got rid of the central bank that had put in to stop the war of 1812 20 years later because he got tired he said they were a bunch of they were brutal vipers and what's interesting about this is the show I did on Monday of this week, I talked about that. You know, Jesus and John and John the Baptist and all these different people kept calling the Pharisees a brood of vipers a den of snakes because they were referring back to their beliefs, their Kabbalist beliefs about the snake in the tree and all the worship they were doing with satanic imagery with snakes and demons. And so he kept we kept warning us. Even John said to these Pharisees when they came up to be baptized, you know, who called you, you brood of vipers? I mean, who, who told you to do this? I mean, he knew who they were. This is the Kabbalist legacy, this Luciferian legacy that goes all the way back to Egypt that I've talked about so many times and I went into detail with book, chapter, verse, and scripture on Monday's show of this week. So listen to the show and realize this is the same group that has been doing this for thousands and thousands of years and they want their old world order back. Here's an example. One time in recent history, the Fed policy action had been investigated by the government accounting office. The audit was a single set of bailouts enacted by the bank and it was only allowed because the public was starting to get wise to the bank's activities, thanks to Ron Paul's presidential campaign. The audit was designed to shut people up, but what was found was startling, so the media swept the information under the rug. Over $16 trillion in fiat money had been conjured up by the Fed in the span of a few years, while the original claimed that mere billions were created for the bailout starting in 2008. And when they asked Bernanke where the $16 trillion went, he goes, oh, I don't know. It went to banks around the world, don't really know. Of course, he didn't want to ask the question, and he didn't have to. He wasn't indicted for fraud. He just said whatever he said because he knew he was above above the law. Remember, keep in mind the audit was limited only to a particular set of bailouts. It was not a full audit of the Fed's entire operation. We truly have no idea how many dollars the central bank has created out of thin air since this credit crash has begun. The only thing that limits central banks from total monetary dominion is the fact that physical dollar holdings and even digital bank transfers have to be accounted for. Once those dollars are out and they're no longer dollars available and it's all digital, there's nothing much the central banks can't do to hide them, and eventually, inflation will reveal the truth. The bankers need a new system that allows them total control of every single penny from creation to circulation. They want the ability to make money appear and disappear in real time based on your Chinese social credit score they can lock your account down or empty out your account because you will no longer have cash more than that they want the ability to track every single dollar including who was basically giving them what they were being used for they want to micromanage trade and thus achieve total financial dominion all over the world this is the goal the bank of international settlements is also known as the central bank of central banks recently released a survey which states that At least 81 central banks around the world have been accelerating plans to release their own cryptocurrency. The International Monetary Fund has also been talking about developing a global cryptocurrency. The Bank of International Settlements, one of the most clandestine global organizations of the world, based out of Switzerland, that still has the public face, has even admitted that it's developing this tech. The public would really never accept This digital money is money unless their existing money lost most of its buying power and the current system was in the gutter. In other words, the great reset that Klaus Schwab has been talking about. And leading and guiding all of this stuff is Linda Force, the Rothschild, from the Rothschild banking cartel, telling them all what to do, including the Fortune 500 corporations, including the shareholders of State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard, as they continue to exercise their extreme power and their ability to lock down the world and shut down commerce. This is who's done this. And I told you two years ago, and we were the only company, that, the only, the only show that talked about it, when I talked about the economic world engine. In fact, I coined that phrase and I said that the only people that have the power to shut down the economic world engine by contracting the money supply are the international bankers and by reducing the amount of, of how we call it we call it the, of the, 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 the when money is circulated over and over and over again, the velocity of money they're the only ones that can do this, and they've done this. And they're continuing to do this, and we need to understand that until we take that control away from them and we don't allow them to do this stuff anymore and put us to a peasant class of basically slaves and serfs and peasants and rulers, which they're trying to go back to that again. Remember, the United States Constitution was a giant exercise in freedom. No one else had ever had freedom. No one else had been ever made equal to King George in the ruling class. You were born into a certain level. You were either a peasant or you were a nobleman. You were either a landholder or you were a peasant. You were a nobleman or a, you know, or a knight or you were a landholder or, or whatever. And they, and this hierarchy had been established for thousands of years through the bloodline families based upon, I guess, their Nephilim, Nephilim bloodline. That's the only way I could figure it out. And what demonic entities had been breeding with them. And then, This is the thing that we've seen now for thousands and thousands of years, and the United States broke that mold 200 years ago, 250 years ago now, when we we said no more, we're not going to allow ourselves to be called peasants. We're going to be free men, and that's what we did. And now they want everything in their power, they're going to use everything in their power to come against us to destroy the Constitution of the United States of America and reduce us back to peasants, back into a feudal system. That's where this is going. Just a heads up with everybody. That's why we have to stand our ground with Jesus Christ. So we've got to continue to promote this because Christ came to stop this mess. Jesus Christ, in the image of the Most High God, God sent His only Son to die for you and for me to restore us back to our relationship with God Almighty, to make us basically equal, you know, you know, th- through Christ, be able to go directly into the throne room and not have to go through priests anymore in order to pray to God. He did that for us because he loved us so much because he realized that the old world order simply did not work and he had to basically reset the timeline with Jesus. God doesn't do that very often. He did it with Noah in the flood. He reset the timeline and he did it with Christ again and with the resurrection of Jesus, the resurrection of, you know, part of the Godhead, part of the triune Godhead of Jesus. He resurrected him, changed the timeline. This doesn't happen very often in world history. And I really believe that God did something special for the United States in 1776. It doesn't happen very often. And we've got to lay hold on it. We have to hang on to it because if we don't, if we allow this woke nonsense, this insane group of people. Here's the thing that's so funny about the woke people that run around with the purple hair and who basically are unbelievably hedonistic and heathen. Most of them don't want to work. Most of them don't know how to work. Most of them don't have a work ethic. And they're going to realize very, very quickly when they get sent to a gulag that they're going to have to work. They're not going to know what to do themselves. And when they start arguing with their prison guards, we'll see, and we saw this in Germany and we saw this in the gulags in Russia, they're just simply taken out back and they're shot. They don't care about whether you want to work or not. You either do what you told you, they kill you. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to take and shave their heads when they put them in the gulags. They're not going to have their purple weird hair and their facial piercings anymore. They're going to basically be in a situation where they're going to be in a mess. And they're not going to know what to do. And it happens over and over and over with these revolutionaries when they finally realize that they screwed up, that they destroyed the very country that they were given and the very country they had the freedom in to protest. When you have a, a country that's basically a draconian country that's got everybody locked down, Look at Tiananmen Square with China, and they started protesting. They rolled the tanks over the people and killed them. We do not know how many people they killed. We know it was a bunch because they said, no, we're not, that. we're not going to let you do that. We're not going to give you freedom of speech. You can't protest. You protest. We kill you. We send you to a gulag. We lock you up. That's exactly what Stalin did. That's exactly what Lenin did. That's exactly what Hitler did. That's exactly what Pol Pot did. That's exactly what China does. And they continue to do so. And these people that are so stupid as to destroy their own constitution and their own republic will find out soon enough that they screwed up. That's why we've got to stand the ground for these stupid people that are doing this to make them realize, hopefully they'll grow up and quit acting like a bunch of weirdos, that this is the greatest country that's ever been in the history of this world. And we need to try to maintain it as long as possible. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
1: That's well said. And, you know, it's always been funny to me is seeing people with just absurd amount of facial piercings, which, by the way, if that's something you like to do, but by all means, libertarian, you can get facial piercings all you want, even if it makes you look silly. But the thing that I've always found is it's always ironic to me, because you can see individuals, whenever they have numerous facial piercings, you can always tell that they're very soft in most cases. Because anybody that ever gets multiple facial piercings, if they get in a true fight, all that stuff's getting ripped out immediately. You get on the ground with somebody and you're fighting with them, all those little nose rings and eyebrow rings and lip rings and all that stuff, it's all getting torn out on the ground when you start going head-to-head, which means you're going to be leaking everywhere, and you're going to have gaping holes in your face. Never really understood all the facial piercings, but that's just a, my two cents on the side. <laughs> also, too, in other news, this is very interesting. I told you guys yesterday, the WHO director, as he's telling everybody now, we, we need to start getting ready for you know more COVID cases on the rise. We need to bring back things such as masking and testing and treatment protocols and more and more testing and monitoring everybody. They're going to push this again. They're going to start rolling this out again, as they have been for the last week, and they're going to see who's compliant. They're going to do this. I'm telling you guys right now. I told you this yesterday, and I mean this very sincerely. They're going to see who's going to go in to the peasant realm again and who's going to comply. Dad made a very, very accurate observation. Back in the day, especially the medieval era and stuff like that with the peasants and serfs and knights and kings and all that, you didn't get a choice. You get an option. It's Whatever you were born into, you were either born, in, born into basically royalty or you were born in basically, you know, into peasantry, so to speak. (laughs) That was what completely changed the United States of America, is all men were created equal. That phrase is much more powerful than anybody fully understands. It brought in the biblical principles of we're all created in God's image. This is the concept that a lot of people fail to realize, and this is what's so interesting to me when you start seeing a lot of these, these Bolsheviks, so to speak, these communists, that are coming in and doing exactly what Dad's saying, and they're trying to push this, It always ends badly for them. It never ends well for some odd reason. I don't understand this. I've never been able to understand it. Nobody ever reads history about what happens to these guys when they do this. Everybody always turns on them. The the groups always eat their own, so to speak. It never ends up positive. They always end up getting the same crappy nonsense that everybody else gets, but yet they think they're going to have this, like, Elevated status because they do this, and they do that. Well, they're going to be at the top of the top of the pyramid. Guys, they're never at the top of the pyramid. The communists never let anybody at the top. It's the banker boys who are the only ones that are ever at the top. That's why I've encouraged people. Continue to use cash as much as you can. Algorithms, transactions, financial status, reports. They show these things all the time. They see how many people are using credit cards. They see how many people are using cash. And the nice thing about cash is that's why they want it gone is you have the ability to transfer funds from one person to another person, whether it be for a service, whether for a good, and bypass illegal, unconstitutional, unjust taxes. You know, I looked at a thing the other day and it was discussing the fact that, well, when you work, your wages automatically get taxed. You get your income tax. You get basically in a lot of states, you get your state income tax. You get your Medicare tax. You get your Social Security tax. And then that money that you finally collect at the remnants of the bottom of that check, then when you go to buy something, everything you buy is taxed. And then now what they try to do, and this I told my buddy this the other day because they're doing this on eBay and stuff now. So you have to prove if you sell something on eBay now. So say you buy a set of tires for $2,000, okay? You drive on those tires for 10,000 miles. They're used tires now. You pull them off. You sell a vehicle, whatever the reason may be. You now put those tires on eBay, and you sell those tires for $1,000. You paid $2,000 for them. You drove on them. Now you're selling them for 1000 You have basically a net loss of $1,000. Now eBay says, oh, well, we're notifying IRS that you made $1,000 on those tires, and you have to prove to IRS that you're not making any money on those or else – you're gonna get basically a ten ninety-nine and you're gonna have to pay taxes on that one thousand dollars of tires that you paid two thousand dollars for already and lost thousand dollars selling them, you're now getting taxed again for selling them again. I kid you not, this is what they're doing. This is what they did with PayPal, this what they're doing with eBay, they did it with all of them with that new bill they put into place. And I raised Kane about it. I talked all kinds, I sent emails out to Senate No, it didn't matter. It didn't matter one bit. Because remember a lot of these guys are exempt from it. All they continue to do, and this is the biggest gripe that I've always had with a lot of the banking sectors and the individuals that run the banks from whatever region they may be in. They don't know how to build anything. They don't build anything. They don't contribute anything. They don't benefit anything. They don't manufacture anything. They don't make anything. All they do is use money manipulation. They take money that they've basically inherited through generational wealth, and they take other people's money that pretty much trust them with their funds, and they loan that money out, and then through money, magicianry, or sorcery as they call it, they make the money expand out of thin air with their 40 to 1 credit derivatives. They go in and say, I got a million dollars of people's deposits in my bank, now I can loan out 40 million dollars. And I can charge 5% interest on that $40 million and, you know, that guy that has a million dollars in the bank, we're, we're going to give him a whopping 0.5% return because, you know, that's, that's that's the market rate right now. Anybody notice, money market accounts and CDs, they haven't been going up hardly at all. Yet mortgage rates now are like 6 7%. They're talking about being at 10% by the end of the year. Well, it's because the banker boy's got to make more money. This is why I've intentionally told people, do the best you can to operate with cash as long as you can. Because th- as much as we fight it, there will be a point in time, there will be a day, that they're going to try to outlaw cash. And when that point in time comes, you're going to see things change. They're going to change a lot. This is the whole discussion in Revelations with the Mark of the Beast. Nobody will be able to buy or sell without taking the mark. I don't think that's something that's going to be rolled out next week or next month or next year. That's going to be something that's very long down the road because I personally think any group of patriots that are still actively awake at that point in time, uh, everybody's going to fit. Nobody's going to comply with that. And the only way to get people to do that is do what? Propaganda manipulation. You take the younger generations, you keep telling them money's bad, you keep telling them cash is bad, you keep telling them the only people to use cash are basically people that are gun dealers, people that are... You know, trafficking weapons, people that are in illicit arms, that's the only reason they use cash. Well, no, people that don't want to have their money illegally taken from them, that's why they use cash. And this is what they're constantly doing and why they're going to keep doing it on a regular basis. Also, too, in other news, I found this was interesting over in France. You know, France has little dependence on Russian gas for the most part, even though they're claiming now – that Macron is stating that public lighting will now have to be turned off at night to save energy. Yes, in the areas in France that are unbelievably ridden with migrants from Middle Eastern countries that have now turned into absolute holes in the ground with individuals that are doing nothing but pillaging, robbing, stealing, carjacking, shooting, knifing, raping, everything list of long, you know, list list on the line. In France they are now stating that those areas and most of the main areas, all the lighting is going to have to turn off at night now. Because, well, it's science, guys. we got to save power. So we're going to shut off all the lights at night. So entire France allegedly is going to go dark to try to ration energy at night. Because, you know, it's, it's for your protection. It's for your safety. Guys, everything they're doing right now, everything that's been going on with Russia and Ukraine, this entire theater is exactly that. It's designed to do one thing. It's designed to be obfuscation to make you think that's why they're doing this. They already had this planned. They already did this with COVID, if you don't remember. Oh, you got to stay in your home. Don't leave your house. Oh, if you go paddleboarding by yourself out in the ocean off the coast of California, we're going to arrest you for your safety, of course. We don't want you catching you know, COVID from the sharks. So we're going to arrest you so you, you can't paddleboard. And we're going to shut down your business. And we're going to give you money to stay home. They've already done this once. This is the next phase of making people believe and think that they do not have a right to live freely. This is why they're going to roll out even more aggressive sanctions, more aggressive mandates on this next phase of COVID, in my personal opinion. And that's why I've intentionally told people, make sure you are deciding where you're at right now, what line you're going to be on, what side you're going to be on, what you're willing to do. Because I had a lot of people, I remember the beginning of COVID. It kind of went along with everything. I remember bringing up the topic of the COVID injection. Before the COVID injection, and the mRNA was ever even rolled out. And I asked people about it. I'm not getting a shot. I'm not getting a vaccine. I'm not getting any of that. I said, they're going to roll it out. Nah, they're not going to roll any shot for this. We'll be fine. We'll be we'll be through this. This is just for the election in the fall. I said, uh, this is way more than the election. I said, that is one factor of it. I said, it's not going away in November. Remember everybody said that? I would say, it'll be all over after November 2020. It'll be all over. I said, it ain't going to be over. They're going to keep pushing this, and it depends on your compliance on how far it's going to go. That's why I've intentionally told people, if you are on a bus or you're on a plane, I wouldn't wear a mask. I haven't. will not. refuse not. I'll get ejected before I do it. I've been ejected. I've been threatened to be trespass worn in numerous cases. Same thing that goes with a shot. Somebody says you got to get a shot to go here. I'm going to pass on that. It's a hard pass, bud. I don't have to prove anything to you. I don't have to answer to you, nor do I have to even talk to you. This concept that they're trying to do, guys, it's to break everybody's will from a psychological standpoint. You have to understand that. It's to make you truly believe that you do not have a right to travel freely unmolested on your way, that you do not have a right to make your own decisions, that you do not have a right to say yes or no, that somebody else higher than you, has a right to tell you what you can and can't do, what you have to have injected into your body, and where you can and can't go. This is exactly what Dad just said when it came to the feudal system. This is exactly how it operated back then. The peasants did not have rights. The knights could come in and all of a sudden they see a dude's wife and they're like, oh, she's hot. Oh, well, we're going to go rape her. Okay, that's fine. You can't I mean, you can't say anything about it. The British did this too, guys. It's the same system they had with the redcoats. You watch the movie Braveheart, very clear example of how they acted back then. And these guys, the knights, they were like royalty. You couldn't touch them. You couldn't hit them. You couldn't do anything. You simply said something to them that they didn't like. It was like, okay, Well, go hang them in front of King George. You're not allowed to do that. This is why the Bill of Rights was so specifically or strategically laid out the way it was with the freedom of speech, the freedom to have your own arms, the freedom to not have soldiers quartered in your house against your will. These things were all done in line for a specific reason. People have to understand that because of what they saw and what they experienced back then. you got to put yourself in that timeline, and that is exactly what they're trying to bring back into right now. Hey, guys, it doesn't matter you pay public utility taxes. It doesn't matter you pay property taxes. You pay it basically against your will. We take them from you. If you don't like it, we're just going to take your stuff. You can continue to pay taxes. But, by the way, we're going to shut the lights off around town tonight. You know, It's for your safety to save energy. You know, and by the way, we're going to make sure your electronic AC, your thermostat. Well, we're going to set it on 82 for you. Again, for, it's for your protection. It's for your safety because it's, it's the best thing for you. We're going to make sure your AC is where it needs to be. And by the way, you're not allowed to charge your your EV vehicle at any point in time during these hours because you know it's for your safety for the electric system. I, I told somebody the other day they were they kinda of have like an argument argument with me about E V vehicles. They're like, Well no, they they have their benefit. I said, Sure. I said, if you're talking about an elevated golf cart, you drive around town, charge up once a week. I said, Sure. It's got a cool cool factor to it. Don't ride around town, not burn any gas, little go kart, all the windows down. I mean, shoot, okay, cool. I'm cool with that. That's a total total cool concept. That's what you're looking at it as. Well, no, no, no. They they have more application than that. I said, Why is Tesla asking all Texas-based consumers and customers to avoid charging their electric vehicles during certain times because they're experiencing massive heat waves that strain the electrical power grid? I said, do you think for one second, as the EV vehicles continue to expand, that this isn't going to get worse? What do you think is going to happen when all of a sudden you plug in your EV vehicle and they say, sorry – you're not in the designated time frame that we gave you to charge your vehicle. You're going to have to stay in place and wait till your time is up. Uh, we know it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon and you have to get back to work from your lunch break, but we've designated your allotted time is 9 p.m. tonight to charge your vehicle. And, again, it's for your protection and safety. Of course, we're doing this for you. Um, so you're going to have to Uber home and have somebody else pick you up and come pick your car up later because you know, it doesn't run, and you can't charge right now because we've deemed it so. What do you think's going to happen when you say some on Twitter, on Facebook? All of a sudden, you go to Facebook jail. All of a sudden, you're notified, oh, by the way, you've been blocked out of charging your Tesla for 48 hours. Guys are already doing it with the social credit scores on social media. They're already doing it with a lot of the platforms now. They're already using it as a tool to control people's behavior. People are self-censoring like we've never seen in U.S. history because they don't want to have their Instagram or their Facebook or their social media shut down. That's why I encourage you. Get out there with stuff. Doesn't matter what platform's on. Continue to talk. What, what, what are they going to do? Shut you down? That's why Mom's account, St. Brower on Instagram. That's why a lot of people love it. I, mean, I see her stuff all the time. Like post this, post this. Doesn't matter what it is. Post it. I don't care if they get mad at it. Facebook or Instagram doesn't like it. As long as you get the information out there, who cares? And this is what's crucial about everything right now. Is you have to continue to not be afraid to speak the truth. You have to continue to be vocal. If it's a garden of weeds, call it a garden of weeds. Can it be a beautiful garden? Absolutely. Is that the way you want it to be? Absolutely I want it to be a beautiful garden. But right now it's a garden of weeds. We've got to work on it. Okay, let's pull some weeds, plant some flowers, make it good. you got to address the way it is and do what you need to do to fix it. Sitting around saying, oh, no, grown men can definitely have babies. I mean that, that's you know, that's, that's fine. C- what Cisgender tranny cross-dressers can definitely have babies. That's, that's total science now. No, it's not, guys. And the more people comply, the more people refuse to address what it is, the more we're going to go down the slippery slope of essentially believing the lie. Remember what Goebbels said. You say the lie long enough, and you make the lie big enough, eventually everybody will believe it. Thank you again, my friends, for getting the truth out there. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. We couldn't do it without you guys. Our friends, our Health Masters family, our listeners, our customers, thank you for the support. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to give us a call at 1-800-726-1834, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you guys out the best we can. Be sure to check out the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale for July. Super sale, 20% off. Got the immune system support kit on the website. Food buckets, two-packs, four-packs, lots of different stuff going on. Purple stick, three-packs, and the COQ10 Ubiquinol. is product of the week, incredible for the cardiovascular system. Thank you for getting your supplements from us, even if it's just a toothpaste. We appreciate the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, my friends. Stay strong, stay prepped, stay frosty, and I'll talk to you again on this show Monday, as always.